Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to the Leading Agile booth. We're here at Agile 2018. It's like day 74 of the conference. <laughs> We're doing interviews all week long with speakers and thought leaders and folks that are impacting how Agile's used. And John Miller's come by. John, thanks for coming. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for having me. One of the most inspiring and impactful people in the entire space. So, how do you explain to people what you do? With the, with the education <laughs> Eloquently, probably not very well. Well, you don't have to be eloquent. <laughs> I'm in the education space. Uh, what I've, since 2011, uh, took agile principles and practices and took it to a classroom. And so okay. I wonder what will happen. And so our first classroom was a fourth grade classroom where we tried this. We thought it would um, really help fourth graders who are about nine, 10 years old, right. uh, play around with their independence a little bit more and gave a good tool, a good, good framework to help teachers navigate, um, so helping the, the student be more independent, more self-directed. So you're teaching students to use it in their learning and the teachers as well? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so if you look at it as, um, you look at it as like, say, Scrum, it's very, uh, Agile Classrooms is the uh, kind of the framework we've created for education. It's very much Scrum inspired. There's, you'll see some Kanban elements and things like that. Uh, but it's very scrum inspired. So what you'll do is the students will have very similar to a backlog, and these will be just learning objectives. They're not like building a product, but they're building learning. Their product is learning. So they'll get together and just like a sprint planning session would have, and they will say, okay, how are we going to learn this together? Okay. Now, the, I think the difference with the classroom, especially with nine, 10 year olds, is you can't expect them to be self-organized right away. You can't? Okay. Um, not always. I think it depends on the project. If it was like a, a project that wasn't like a low-risk project, okay. you probably could. Uh, if you try to bring this into a public education classroom where a teacher's livelihood is at stake, yeah. you're, most nervous. of them yeah, most of them are going to say, oh, yeah, we'll just whatever learning objectives they want to do, and they start learning however they want. The SATs yeah, fine. yeah, not a big deal, yeah. whatever. Uh, I, what I find is having those kind of stakes uh, changes the game a little bit yeah. with this. And so what we did is we learned to, how do we scaffold self-direction? Okay. How do we give a framework to where maybe one team is down here, very low self-directedness, yeah. which means I need a lot more guidance from a teacher. Sure. Uh, I need a lot more uh, situational leadership from a teacher. So from there, the teacher actually might provide the how. Okay. Oh, here's some how things, but they start moving it themselves. Okay. And they start learning how to do Teaching that. Teaching them to teach themselves, yeah. basically. And then eventually, it's, oh, you can do half the hows. Now, Okay. I'll do the first house, and then eventually you'll even see the board is a good barometer for self-directedness because you might have the tasks or how yeah. column, but eventually when the teacher doesn't add any sticky notes, it tells you, oh, now they're ready for this level of self-direction. Okay. Now they're just focused, the teacher just focuses on the what, and then there's a whole other level of self-direction, which is pure self-directedness, which is you figure out so what, what you want to learn. So what does the teacher learn. do all day? You know, it's interesting. So like, what is the scrum master? Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're, very, they're very busy. Uh, you know, when you have a, a teacher often in agile classrooms serves as a kind of a product owner slash class scrum master together. Okay. And unlike a scrum master where we teach in scrum, it's like, oh, you want to have one scrum master per team. Uh, you have one teacher for anywhere up to 30 kids. Okay. And that's five to, six, five to six teams. So I did a time lapse video of one classroom with a teacher. And you just see her moving, moving all around the whole time. Okay. Going, I mean, so she's constantly busy checking in, uh, helping them with the process as actually well. Actually teaching. And actually teaching. So another interesting example was uh, high school. Uh, there was this one teacher, uh, Alicia Perez, in San Diego, here in San Diego. And she taught math. 
So they were using Scrum for uh, Agile Classroom, Scrum for Math. Okay. So she did something really interesting. They would, um, you know, when they're bored, yeah. they would say they would work on whatever math problem, learning objective that was there, and when it would say ready for a review, when they felt like they were ready to be reviewed, the teacher would give them a little slip of paper and say, okay, solve that problem, just to check in, and then a student would hand it back, and she would say, okay, you're done, or no, but here's a mini lesson right, right here now. Okay. So they would, they would trigger um, cue a, a teaching lesson from the teacher that was yeah. just in time and just specifically for that student versus monolithic, everyone's awesome. learning this one thing. And then she can make sure everybody's actually getting there mm-hmm. instead of just broadcasting yeah. information. Yeah, and the great thing about the visualizations that you see in Kanban or uh, any agile team is the teacher can now do this. It's yeah. really tough to differentiate learning. You'll, you'll hear this as a kind of holy grail, grail for teaching is to, how do we differenti- differentiate learning to every single student? Like, yeah. I don't know, how do you do that with 20-some kids? Yeah. And I still don't think it's totally possible to totally differentiate it. Okay. Um, but I think you can do a lot better if each, in the, each team or each student has their own board and you can see exactly where they are. Yeah. As a teacher now, I, have, I can zone in and say, oh, this is exactly what they need right now, okay. and here's my role in doing that. Okay. Um, and you've done this not just with grade, you've done high Say hi to Peter. He's being very distracting. Hi, Peter. You're being very distracting to us. <laughs> it's your blue eyes. You can't. It's alluring. Um, you've done this with grade school and high school and underprivileged yeah. schools and prep mm-hmm. schools. So yeah, it's, absolutely. It's all over there. All over. All yeah, over very, now. very rich schools that, okay. you know, the kids spend $30,000 a year to go to, to, um, you know, very underprivileged schools who are struggling to survive. Okay. And, and for those of you watching, too, you... I know you've done the talk a couple of times, but the one in Phoenix when the Hope Schools folks came, that's the only session I've ever cried at in a conference. It was mm. like, ah, yeah. really, really impactful. That's yeah, an amazing story. Um, Hope High School, by the way, uh, for those that don't know, very high, very high level is they started as a failing school. They were about to close their doors that year. And, uh, you know, like many Agile projects, when you're desperate, you kind of go to, let's try Agile. <laughs> we're desperate. So, but I had a willing teacher, <clears throat> a willing principal, um, also willing superintendent to try this out. Okay. <clears throat> in a way, nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And so we, with the help of the Scrum community, we got some donations. Uh, but they went from failing to where they're actually, for their kind of school, they're actually doing really well wow. with their test scores. Uh, the whole culture has changed. They used to have drug deals in the bathroom. That the, that's what the teachers had to deal with. They couldn't yeah. teach. And now the students are actually operating in Scrum teams, and they run the culture. So every single event... Every single thing that happens in the school right. that isn't you know directly related to you know school faculty stuff right. is run by the students themselves. Awesome. And now that doesn't very happen. Empowering. It doesn't happen at all. I mean, it's a very supportive culture. It's totally true cultural transformation. Wow. And today they actually have a partnership with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona, and they have an internship program for students. Wow. Uh, working with their agile teams, so they actually have That's student awesome. scrum masters. Getting them into the work. Getting them in the blue cr- and for these kids are you know come from very rough backgrounds and yeah. they've never seen what it looks like wow. to you know inside one of these places to see that they actually have opportunities to see where they could fit. So to me, I, I'm really excited by yeah. that project. It just start it's just starting out, but I'm really thankful for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona uh, to partner with um, Hope High School That's to great. make something like that happen. So what if if there's somebody watching who's a teacher or a parent? Like, how can they find out more about this? Well, you can go to my website, agileclassrooms.com. Uh, okay. I try to publish all my stuff, Creative Commons. Uh, I'm trying to put as many resources as possible to help teachers. 
Uh, there's Agile and Education.org, which is more a collection of us. So I'm, you know, one of those Agile classrooms. And yeah, folks they, in Europe as well. So folks in Europe. Different types of schooling. Yeah, folks in EduScrum, who's a big fan of EduScrum. Uh, Willie runs, and Arno runs that over there. Um, so you can go to edgescrum.com, I think, or .org as well. Okay. Um, so those are some good, I think those are probably the best places to go to, probably okay. those three sites. Uh, I often get the question too is how do you, you know, how do I get started on yes. something like this or how do I get involved? And what I've, my approach has always been have it be pulled in and not pushed. Okay. You know, always find some way where, uh, I'm lucky enough because I, People go to my site and they're yeah. interested, so they get to pull me in. But a lot of people don't have that, you know, opportunity. Yeah. So they want to kind of sell or advocate. I tried advocate. to do that. I went back to my high school. I tried to do. It. I couldn't get it. it to take. It's it's hard. It's hard to do it. Uh, one is just not as well known yeah. as I wish as I wish it was. So what I my my suggestion for something like that for like you yeah. would be um, go to your school, find an extracurricular activity, um, okay. a club, student club, a place where you can try this out that doesn't threaten the classroom. Okay. And so it might be, yeah, Lego Robotics. Lego Robotic League is a perfect place to try Agile out. And what happens, they start to see it, and teachers start, oh, what is that? Oh, that's curious. Can you tell me more? And then maybe I can try some of this. Would you be willing to share that with me? So I find that's a really good way to start in the peripheral. Kind of sneak it in. Yeah, and then sneak it in. And then worst case scenario is you did something really great for those students and for that club, which feels great. Yeah. And... um, that's a success in itself. All right, cool. So we're going to switch gears now. Sure. All right. You just became a CST. Yes, I did. Congratulations. Thank you. And you you were there. I was there. <laughs> and Roger told me my face was taped onto a pillow. That's right. Yeah. It was, I had nightmares. Um, uh, many nights in that picture. So there's a lot of people <laughs> that are trying to work towards becoming a certified scrum trainer. Yeah. And you, you are one of the people that came in and just freaking owned the thing. Hmm, thank you. Um, what advice do you have for anybody who's on that journey, who's trying to get to attack or, or getting ready to be an attack panel to become a certified scrum trainer? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm the best person to ask this question. But I can just tell you. Well, I can tell you my journey, how how I approached it. Is I never made TAC or CSD really a goal for me. Right. Same thing. I'm a certified enterprise coach. I never made that a goal for me. I said, well, I, I want to be a great coach. Okay. I want to be a great trainer. That was my goal. Okay. And I said, well, hmm, I think I'm pretty good now. I think I'll try for the CSC. Okay. Now, there are certain things, though. Um, always have this idea of transcend and include. Have a bigger goal. Okay. And then you include the other things, like certifications, that might help you. So, for me, I have some different goals than, I think, what most people have had when pursuing um, a CST. I think. is that I do want to use that for Agile Classrooms. Teachers right. are asking to get certified as well. So, I'm like, well, I can't do that for you. So, CST would help me do it. Um, but to prepare, just to get to be better prepared for a CST, is you can have somebody like Roger Brown, who taped your face and a bunch of the tech members' face to help me prepare, and I got to pretend I was in the tech. So that was, that was definitely one thing is practice. Um, one thing is just do as many trainings as you can. Uh, I think it's about practice. It's about being competent yeah. and be able to deal with any situation, especially if you have him on your tech. Uh, Not that bad. Throw anything at you. Um, <laughs> My, the biggest thing to help me prepare was obviously co-training yeah. is essential. And the CST is, is a tough path for, you know, it's a tough path. Yeah. Everyone says that. It's, it's not easy. And, but I found I never would have co-trained as much if it wasn't, if I didn't put CST on my radar. 
Okay. And I'm very thankful for that because every single person I co-train with, uh, I just learned so much from. There's always and something they to pull out. From me too, because that was one of the things about the recommendations. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. I, I think most people will learn something from somebody else. Yeah, for sure. And um, my recommendation for co-training, my first one was awful. It was terrible. I was like, I don't. You're supposed to collaborate as an agilist, and I just didn't know how to do it uh-huh. in, in front of, as a co-training yeah. experience. And I learned I just needed to be me, even though sometimes you're using some of their materials. Yep. I'd have to say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This yep. is what I feel comfortable with. This is what I think I can add. And maybe you can learn something as well. So don't be afraid to um, be you and teach your materials. But co-training is essential. For me, I found I grew a lot from the co-training experiences. Um, I did, once you actually get to the tech level, can I give them like little tips? Or is that like, my, so the way the tech is structured is you get thrown any topic. Any topic, it could be things in the CSM. It could be something, as I understand, outside of it too. It's pretty much based on the learning objectives. Okay, based on learning. So you you know what you're going to be training on. Um, I didn't go through and practice every single one. Um, What I did do is practice the first five minutes because you get five minutes to prep. Okay. And I said, you know what, that's my five minutes to really figure out what I'm doing. So I just practiced five minutes. So that's your breathing space to figure out. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I said, okay. Here's the, and I just, and I would time myself five minutes. Because you know you're going to be stressed out when you're yeah. in there. So I time myself five minutes. Okay. What flip charts are going to make? Can I get this all done in five minutes? How much detail can I do? Okay. And I wrote my lesson plan, very first thing. So I found the five minutes of preparing yeah. um, is what really helped me prepare for, I think, anything you would have okay. thrown at me. So you said that you have, you come to it for a different reason than other people. I think one of the things I find is that most of the people who do this as a job, because even though it's incredibly rewarding and yeah. super fun, it is. Yeah. and you can make a good living at yeah. it, the people that come to it with a mission, mm. it's easier for them to follow through with it. And mm. It's like, this is something that I, I need because it's going to help me yeah. do this other thing, as yeah. opposed to, I just want this back. Yeah, yeah, I find, you know, once you get your CST, uh, it, once I got it, right away, people were like, coming up to me, oh, I, am, I want to be a CSD. And 7,000 invites on LinkedIn. Yeah, right. And um, I'm like, wow, I'm popular. That's awesome. <laughs> Didn't get that in high school. But, uh, but I found, I always ask, well, why do you want to do it? Yeah. And I found for the ones that um, just, want, just wanted it as a certification yeah. to make money or status, um, uh, I just don't think they're going to do very well yeah. in it personally. I think it's the wrong reasons. I think the... The beauty of the CST community is, for the most part, I think you have people who really care and really believe, yeah. really believe in what they do. Yeah. And I think you guys can detect that yep. as well as a tech member. But you know, my reasons were definitely more on um, partly because I think I can help with with agile classrooms as well. Yeah, I, I saw some really unique things I can do with that okay. to make that happen. I actually want to certify students as well. Okay, so. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. So if, if folks want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Is it just go to Agile Classrooms? And um, there, yeah, or? you can go to Agile Classrooms, John at AgileClassrooms.com, Twitter, Agile, at Agile Schools. Okay, cool. This was great. Thank cool. you. Thanks, Dave. And thanks for all the work that you do. Yeah, thanks for um, passing me. And get in touch with John <laughs> and help. You did all the work in that room, not me. Um, but if you, if you want to know more about the education stuff, definitely get in touch with them because the, the work that they're doing is having a massive impact. Thank you. And keep watching all week. Thanks.